Sure, us along this journey. Oh, Brother Rouse to come, whatever he feels in his heart and his spirit this morning. Man, to, we're not in a hurry. It's, it's time for us to be about the Father's business. There's no business more important than the Father's business. And so, as we just open our hearts, our minds, our spirit unto the Lord here today, to let him speak unto us. We appreciate Brother Rouse. I was thinking about him and his family and the Brother Spears and them. And the, and I'm not sure just how far back. I know the, the Spears has been around forever, it seems like. Amen. And a part of them in Pentecost and apostolic movement. Amen. So we're just honored to have a product, amen, of that generation and a power and experience to come and to bless us. And so we're just honored to have Brother and Sister Rouse and their family with us this morning. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit this morning. God bless him. I wonder would you lift your voice like a trumpet to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, anybody glad to be in the presence of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. There's no place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. We serve a good God. We serve a mighty Savior. Amen. There is nothing too hard for Him. Amen. There's nothing that He cannot do, that He cannot accomplish. Amen. And here in the house of the Lord, He is able to meet and supply each and every need. Amen. No matter what, you're, what you have need of in your heart, your mind, your spirit, God is able the anointing is able to destroy every yoke of bondage, lift the heavy burden off the shoulders of his people. Amen. And by the anointing, the oppressor can be driven back, pushed back. Amen. By the mighty hand and by the mighty power of God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Acts chapter 3. Amen. Acts chapter 3. Amen. I do you want to say what an honor it is to be here in the house of the Lord? Aren't you thankful for the presence of the Lord that you already feel in this house this morning? Amen. There is no mistake that we are in the presence of an almighty God. Amen. Give honor to Pastor Moore, his wife. Amen. Thankful for this opportunity to be here. Amen. Don't take it lightly. Amen. But I'm expecting the Lord for great things. Amen. Give honor to my pastor, Brother Spears. Amen. For teaching and preaching the word of truth to me and my family. Amen. Acts chapter 3, verse number 1. I'm going to read uh, as quickly as I can. Amen. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked in alms, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Somebody say, expecting. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Amen. Dropping down to verse number 14. Peter's preaching to them. He says, But ye denied the Holy One, speaking of Jesus, and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof ye are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. 
when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Would you lay your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands together one more time all across the house of the Lord. Lord Jesus, I come before you right now. God, I pray that you would empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, I admit my dependence upon you. God, I pray that you'd use me as an instrument, as a tool for your glory in the palm of your hand. God, uh, Lord, I pray that your anointing would destroy every yoke of bondage, that it would break every chain of addiction. Uh, God, every chain of bondage, it would try to hold somebody back in the house of the Lord this morning. God, uh, Lord, I pray that your anointing would bring liberty, would bring life in this house today God Lord I pray that you lift the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people in this house God anoint our ears to hear your word God and if any good thing would happen in this house this morning God let it be said that it was because of your anointing would you clap your hands one more time I wonder would somebody shout out the name of Jesus Oh, come on, I wonder, would you make his praise glorious in this house right now? Come on, we serve a God that is able to do anything. Come on, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Come on, is there anything that he cannot accomplish in this place today? God, we give you thanksgiving and honor. Hallelujah, you are able in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen, you may be seated. I want to preach to you what the Lord has laid on my heart. Amen, I may not be here very long my my text may have been longer than what I'm going to preach this morning but uh, I want to talk to you this morning about your time of refreshing amen your time of refreshing here we find that uh, Peter and John are headed into the temple to pray and as they're on their way into the house of the Lord uh, there is a lame man that is laying there at the gate asking for money asking uh, for donations uh, this was not just a, a one time deal but day after day this man lay at the gate and no doubt Peter and John had passed by this man before and perhaps had they had given Given to him on previous occasions and, and as they begin to make their way into the temple the lame man looks on them and he, he fastens his eyes on them he's, and he's looking on them with an expectation to receive something from them and Peter said look on us and, and, and as they make that eye contact and as they begin to look at one another Peter begins to let this lame man know I don't have any money to give you today I don't have anything that I could help you with as far as your finance but I've got something great I've got something wonderful that can move and work in your life according to the Old Testament law this man was not allowed inside the temple and there he lay every day day after day waiting and hoping that things may get better and that things might turn around in his favor that things might benefit him can I tell you if anybody needed refreshing it was this lame man if anybody needed a miracle in his life it was this man that lay at the gate of the temple this word refresh means a recovery of breath a revival to cool off or to give shade and there he sits and he's waiting for something to happen waiting for another donation waiting for enough finance to make it through another day or maybe be another week perhaps and there he is expecting to receive something from Peter and John but Peter said silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and walk can I tell somebody here in the house of the Lord this morning it doesn't matter why you're here it doesn't matter why you came but this morning you were in the right place at the right time to receive something from God that will forever change your life. You're in the right place this morning to receive your miracle, to receive your breakthrough, to receive what you have need of in your body, in your mind, and in your spirit. I've come to let somebody know God is moving and working in your life. Peter said, don't look at me, but let me lift your eyes up a little bit higher to this 
this man named Jesus that is able to do anything. I cannot save you. I cannot deliver you. I cannot heal you. But in the name of Jesus, you can find everything that you need. By the power of the Holy Ghost, you can be touched and forever changed in the presence of God. He had an expectation, but his expectation was on man. But Peter said, I want to tell you something. There's something greater than me. There's something mightier than me. I'm not going to do anything for you other than point you to Jesus and tell you that in the name of Jesus you can walk. That in the name of Jesus you can receive strength. And those parts that have been weak day after day and year after year, I come to preach refreshment and revival to somebody this morning and let you know it doesn't matter how long you've been crippled. It doesn't matter how long you've been laying down spiritually, but here in the house of the Lord this morning there's enough anointing to raise you up to your feet. There's enough anointing to give you strength. There's enough anointing in the house of God to let you know it's not finished and it's not over yet, but God is still a deliverer. God is still a way maker. He is still pouring out of his spirit upon all all flesh. Hallelujah. In Psalms 121 verse 1 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Can I tell you this morning that my expectation is in the Lord. He is able to do anything. The psalmist David said, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that God is your helper. God is the one that you need to lift your eyes up to with an expectation that if I'm going to receive anything it's going to be from the Lord. If I'm going to receive what I have need of it's not going to be by man but it's going to be by the power and by the presence of God and David said even when you feel like you're in the heat of battle the Lord will be your shade the Lord will be your shelter he does not sleep he does not slumber but he's looking with an anticipation waiting on somebody to reach out to him and say I need you like I've never needed you before I refuse to leave you the same way I came but I'm lifting up my eyes saying God I need refreshing I need revival in my spirit I need you to breathe life into me once again Can I tell you that it's easy to feel the heat of life and the pressures of life? And um, any of you that's worked out in the sun understand that when you're out there in the bald open sun, it can drain you, leave you dry, leave you thirsty leave you feeling worn out, uh, leave you with a bad uh, headache, leave you with a bad feeling, uh, knowing that, hey, I've got to have something to replenish uh, that that I've lost. But then uh, when you make your way into the shade, you immediately begin to feel a little bit better uh, because now the heat is, is stopped uh, from touching down on you and the heat uh, of the day is kept off of your back and off of your head and yet you can begin to feel some relief uh, and some refreshment. And David was letting us know that that's how God can move and work in our lives. David was letting us know that when you're in the heat of the battle and it feels like everything is being drained out of you, God will be a shade over you. I come to preach to some children of God this morning and let you know that God has not forgotten you, that God has not left you out all alone, but even in the hardest part of your battle, God can be a shade unto you. All you got to do is lift up your eyes.
eyes and say, hey, if my problem ain't as big as my Savior, my problem ain't as big as my deliverer, my problem's not as big as my God, he's going to be my help, he's going to be my shield, he's going to be my rock, he's going to be my defense, and when I'm feeling weary, somebody lead me to that rock that is higher than I, can I tell you it's not about a preacher this morning, but it's about the anointing and about the power of God that can crush the yoke of the adversary and bring you freedom and bring you deliverance and bring you liberty in the presence of God Almighty. Somebody ought to let the devil know this is my time. This is my season for a breakthrough. This is my moment and I won't let anything stop me from getting what God has for me. This is my time of refreshing. This is my moment of revival. Somebody ought to shout unto God. Hallelujah. Oh, that lame man, when God touched him, when the name of Jesus was spoken over his life, things began to change in his life. When the name of Jesus was spoken over him, he came expecting a little money. But he found, hey, something's about to happen in me that's going to forever change my life. He came expecting just enough to get by uh, till another service and then maybe I can get a little more uh, and maybe tomorrow I can find a little more. Uh, but little did he know that the power of God was about to touch him uh, and move in his life uh, like he had never experienced before. Uh, and when the Lord touched him, uh, something rose up on the inside of him uh, and said, hey, uh, I can't only walk, uh, but now I can shout uh, and I can praise uh, and I can let God no, hey, I once was lame, but now look at my feet. I'm going to use them to praise you. I'm going to use them to give you glory. I come to let somebody know tonight, God can, God can take your weakness and turn it into a testimony. God can take your struggle and turn it into something for you to wave in the devil's face and say, you thought you had me. You thought you broke me down. You thought the pressure was going to drive me out of my mind but I'm still here devil I ain't going anywhere this is my time this is my season this is my moment I come to let you know this is the refreshing this is the refreshing it's found in Jesus it's found in him there is nothing greater than him there is nothing more mighty than him but he is the reviver of the weary soul Hallelujah. I tell you, this lame man, he had been held to the porch all his life. He had been left at the gate all his life. You wait here, lame man, while I go in yonder to worship the Lord. And when I come back, you'll still be there in the same shape you've always been in. But can I tell you something happened in his life that got him up off that porch and said, ain't nothing going to keep me on the fringes anymore, but I'm going to be all in. Hey, where, you can, where can you find the lame man now? You can find him in the temple walking and leaping and praising God. Hey, everybody's looking on saying, I thought they were crippled. I thought they were messed up in their mind. I thought the devil had them beat but look at them hey can I tell somebody it's God's will for you to go all in it's God's will for you to get off the porch and say hey it's time for God to work it's time for God to move I'm not being held down anymore I will leap I will praise my way into the presence of God Hallelujah. The lame man. Man, the word of God tells us that he held on to Peter and John. Which means that he used strength to seize them. 
to retain them, to hold them, to keep them. And he said, now that I've experienced this, I will not let it go. Can I ask somebody here in the house of the Lord, have you ever tasted and seen that the Lord is good? Has there ever been something rise up on you when the devil starts talking in your ear, saying you might as well give up, you might as well throw in the towel? And is there something else that begins to come over you that says, hey, when I got in this thing, I made up my mind. I'm not going back to the world. I'm not going back to sin. I'm not going back to immorality I'm not going back to that hell hole that God brought me out of but my mind's made up he touched me and I'll never be the same he healed my mind and I'll never be the same he healed my broken heart and I'll never be the same I don't need this world I don't need its drink I don't need its drugs I don't need its entertainment just give me Jesus I said just give me Jesus he He's all I need. He's my help. He's my defense. He's my shade. He's my shelter. He is my God. He is my king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I wonder would you throw your hands up all across this house right now. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I wonder would somebody begin to glorify his name. Come on, would somebody begin to let him know you're thankful for his anointing, that you're thankful that one day he found you on the porch and he said, you don't have to stay on the outside, but I want to put you right up in the middle of what I'm doing. I want to, I want to call you my child. I want to call you my own. I want to knock down them walls that the devil has built. I want to knock down that separation that sin has caused in your life. Hey, I want to knock down that barrier that has kept you from getting to where you need to be. Can I tell somebody tonight or today there's some things you need to cast down in your spirit and say there's nothing gonna keep me from getting where I need to be. This is my time of refreshing. This is my moment. I'm going all in. I'm going all in. The devil can't have my joy. He can't have my peace. But I'm going all in into the power and the goodness of the Lord. Isaiah 28 and 11 as, as the crowd begins to gather Peter begins to let them in on some things and tell them he was there before you but you took him and you crucified him Isaiah 28 and 11 says for with tambourine lips and another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said this is the rest wherewith he may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. Yet they would not hear. Can I tell you here in the house of the Lord this morning that God wants to revive your spirit. God wants to give you rest. God wants to let you know that no matter how hot this life can get, no matter how much pressure this life can put on you, God said, hey, I've got a plan to refresh you, a plan to revive you. But the question is, do you want to be refreshed? Do you want to be revived? When Isaiah spoke to the people, they would not listen. They would not hear. They did not want to have anything to do with it. And there stands Peter. Oh, not too long after the day of Pentecost. And he's letting them know, hey, it was you that took the Prince of Life and you crucify him. He told you what was coming. The prophets told you that the refreshing was coming and you missed out on it. You took your revival and you crucified it. You took your refreshment and you crucified it. But can I let somebody know here today it's not God's will for you to miss out on the refreshment that he has for you. Maybe you've overlooked it before. Maybe you've shrugged it to the side. But in Acts chapter 4 the word of God tells us that there were 5,000 people that heard the words of Peter and said I know I might have missed it the first time but I'm not going to miss it this time. Can I tell you this is your time. This is your moment. This is your refreshing. You need to let the devil know I will not leave here until I enter in to the joy of the Lord. I will not leave here until I break through. I will not leave here until I have everything I need. 
My wife would make her way to the music. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, would you lift your hands with me all across the house of the Lord right now? Hallelujah. Can I tell you what the devil likes to do? He likes to put pressure on you. He likes to put the anxiety on you. He likes to put stress on you. He likes to make you try to feel like you can't breathe. He likes to make you try to feel like, he, make, he tries to make you feel like when you get down to pray that God doesn't even hear what you're saying. Oh, he likes to make you feel like when you lift your hands in worship that you're unworthy and that God doesn't really care about where you're at and what you're going through. But can I tell somebody here in the house of the Lord this morning that God, he cares about you and he knows exactly where you are and although I'm not a healer although I'm not a deliverer let me speak the name of Jesus over your life let me speak the name of Jesus over your family and over your home let me tell you that there is power to deliver there is power to save those lost loved ones that seem too far gone God is able to grab a hold of them and bring them into a place of revival. Those ones that seem like they've strayed so far, God is able to get their attention and bring them back into a place of restoration, into a place where they can be fulfilled by the joy of the Lord. Oh, God help us. Let's lift our voice together all across this sanctuary. Would you do that? Come on, would you lift your voice for me all across this sanctuary? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, I come to let somebody know this morning it's not over yet. It's not finished for you. But come on, you're in the right place at the right time this morning. Come on, we've already had an awesome service this morning, even before, even without the preaching. Come on, can I tell you the power of God was moving up here in this altar area as we prayed for those that came forward. Can I let somebody know tonight, this morning, whether that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you're able to ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Come on, somebody needs to begin to speak the name of Jesus over your family. Somebody needs to speak the name of Jesus over your lost loved ones. Come on, you need to let the devil know you've had them long enough. You've had them bound up long enough. I pray for their freedom. I pray for the restoration. I pray for the revival. Come on, all across this house. Come on, what we need is for the wind of the Holy Ghost to blow and fill this house like you did on the day of Pentecost. Come on, we need God to move. Come on, is there anybody that has an expectation? Says, I've been on the porch too long. Let me run into the glory, into the power of God, and let it minister in my life. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, I wonder, would you take somebody by the hand close to you? Put your arm around their shoulder, whatever's most convenient. Come on, let's pray for one another all across this house. Let somebody know this is your time. This is your time for refreshing. This is your time. Come on, you've been hot too long. You've been beat down too long. This is your season. This is your moment. God is able to refresh you. God is able to revive you. God is able to restore you. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody ought to step in. Somebody ought to step into the goodness of God.
Ghost fire. been refreshed in the house of the Lord this morning? Anybody been touched? Man, what are the presence of the Lord that's in this place today? You know what? I feel this is just the beginning of what God wants to do in Bendale, Mississippi. And not just in Bendale, but since the day of Pentecost, pour His Spirit out upon all flesh. I'm thankful, amen, to be a product of the Spirit of God being poured out upon us. And that we're not ashamed of it. We're not ashamed to be called a holy roller. We're not ashamed to be called a tongue talker. 
We're not ashamed to call to Jesus only. We're not hesitant about putting all of our chips in this one basket called Jesus. Man, what a touch and the power. Man. Brother Rass, thank you for the word today. Awesome job. Praise God. God bless you, Sister Rass. Appreciate your help. He wouldn't be what he is if it wasn't for you, huh? Praise God. That's right. Love and appreciate them. Looking forward to come back tonight. 5.30 prayer time. 6 o'clock service time. You know what? I would let this kind of be the launching pad of what it's going to be. Just make a personal commitment. With, it's the last song we just sung. No turning back. I'm taking back my place in the kingdom. I'm taking my place back where Christ and that fellowship and companionship with Jesus Christ. Amen. For there's nothing like it. We're in the end time, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have time to stand out on the fringes. Let's do it. Just give it everything we got in this revival. And there's just really no telling what else is going to happen. And how many is going to get the Holy Ghost. And how many miracles are going to take place. And now watch this. We're not a follower after signs. The signs follow us. There is a difference. Because we're not here to entertain flesh and put on that type of entertainment. But we're here to see a miraculous move of God. And I believe it's alive and well for us. Let's commit ourselves to it. Love and appreciate you this morning. Your faithfulness, your commitment. So good again to have our guests. God bless you for being here with us. Come back tonight. 5.30 prayer time. 6 o'clock service time. Come back expecting the same outpouring, the power and the presence of God in this house. God bless you.